Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. <laughs> All right. I like it. Celebration time. In Greenville, Pirate Nation. Now, is this so much, it's a good day to be a pirate, Ben, or a great day to be a pirate, actually. It's always a great day, but, or is this maybe a little personal excitement because the Panthers won in addition to pirate basketball 3-0, in addition to the Pirates getting bowl eligible? And then I, I think you're excited about your Carolina Hurricanes. The Hornets. And didn't, and didn't, the, didn't the Hornets, did Steph Curry get food poisoning or something? What happened? I don't know. LaMelo said they did it for Cam, so take that for what you will. <laughs> did, did they really? <laughs> That's funny. That's a big uh, weekend. Of, and look, the Wolfpack got beat. Yeah, always a good good weekend when the Wolfpack get beat. Welcome in, everybody. More on that in a minute. More on a lot of things in a minute. It's a busy Monday. The Pirates are going bowling. Ben, we have the uh, sound bite queued up. It sounded like this, the end of the game. You heard it right here on 94.3, the game in 107.9 WNCT, the flagship stations of the ECU Pirates. ECU knocking off Memphis in overtime. Here's the call. Hannigan claps his hands twice. He runs the option to the right side. He's looking in the end zone, still looking. Here comes pressure. He throws. It's up for grabs. It's not the way. Pirates win. You can paint this one purple. They go for two. They don't get it. The Pirates hold. And East Carolina wins the football game 30-29 to in overtime. And the Pirates are bowl eligible. That's win number six. So there you go. The call here on uh, 94.3, the game 107.9. WNCT. What really struck me as crazy about that was that, I mean, kick it. They just kicked it from that same distance and tied the game. And I understand Coach Houston calling the timeout. I have no problem with that because it ended up working because he gave the guy at Memphis a chance to overthink it. Silverfield, yeah, he definitely overthought that a little bit too much. Cool. And look, they've had kicking issues all season long. But, I mean, that's something. That was really, really something. The uh, the fact that they went for two. I mean, it, it, next overtime, you would have had to have gone for two. So, kick it. Get into the second overtime. You're at home. Really, ECU looked great on offense. One drive, right? Yeah, that's a that good was point. The, that yeah. was the drive to go ahead. Memphis's bad decision is the Pirates' benefit. This was uh, – so, you know, ECU goes down. They make it 23-20. Uh, what, 75-yard drive, something like 10-11 plays? Was that right, Ben? But, I mean, it was just a great fourth-quarter drive. And this is Holton Ehlers talking about that drive for the Pirates to go up near the end of the game. Uh, and take the lead in regulation. He has got a lot of fighters. Um, you know, the red zone wasn't doing good. Um, we weren't doing good in the red zone there. They were blitzing just about everyone. 
had to get the ball out quick, and then we ran the ball. I mean, when you're blitzing nine guys, it's hard to. But um, just it just shows the fight of this team. And obviously a, a great play for Houston to get it down to the two to kick it. I, what I was worried about is they were going to try at the end. I mean, it would have made more sense to me is, all right, we're going for the win in regulation. You can explain that one away. Hey, I didn't feel like we we needed to take this to overtime. We felt like we had them off balance. Because I, I firmly thought they were going to try to go at the end instead of kicking, didn't you? Yeah, I did have a little bit of a thought in the back of my mind that it might go for two here, but. No, no, no. I mean, just go. Go get yeah, in. Yeah. Like, they would instead of kicking the tie, they'd have, they'd have made a play to try to get six and win by three with time running out. Yeah. As opposed to kick the field. I'm talking about the end of regulation. No. I, I was shocked that they – not shocked. I was a little stunned they didn't – I could have rationalized, all right, we're going to make the play here. But then they kicked it and it made sense. But I just uh, – to me, it that you go for a touchdown at the end of regulation and you don't get it. You can defend that if you're him. More so than you can defend it if you're, um, you know, the, the not kicking it in the first overtime, and and trying the two point play. Uh, pardon me, there. I had a little ingest from my uh, my bet. What did you call it earlier, Bev? Yeah, don't forget the Bev. Never, never. What is that? That's TikTok. That's the Aki way. Yeah, not never familiar with. Ask Jill about it. She knows about I will. it for sure. My wife will know everything about the TikTok. There's also some grown men I know who know a lot about the TikTok. That's a little weird, but whatever. So for everybody uh, now. It's for everybody. Apparently so. It's mainstream. I All think it's better that... than the guys that come on sports radio and talk The Bachelor for a whole segment. I mean, there's a lot of people that do that in the triangle. Hey, careful now, because you will get you will get swallowed up by the Twitter mob. Hey, I'm speaking on my behalf. Nobody else's. Speaking I, for my personal you. opinions. They will come at you on the Twitter mob. I'm not scared on the, of those on the Bachelor. Uh, Mike Houston had this to say in the post game. He got emotional. I'm so proud of him. I'm speechless. And so I told Hope out there a while ago. Just well, I took the job. You know that was our that was our goal to get us back to going to bowl games, to get pirate football back where it's supposed to be. And this bunch, I'm gonna tell you, the way they compete, the way they play, and just. I, I love this bunch of kids. They are a bunch of dang warriors down there. I'll tell you what, 12, I'm telling you what, this right here, he's the best damn quarterback in this league. And he's our leader. I'm proud of him. So he was referencing, obviously, uh, Ayler's there who, uh, you know, got uh, – we, we heard from him a moment ago in the post game as well. I thought it was uh, cool that the fans greeted the team when they came back. I, I just thought the whole thing was really, really awesome. And I think it's great that the Pirates are first time since 14 bowl eligible. Been some lean years here for a prolonged period of time. It has not been fun. And I think it is fun that they're going to a bowl. I think it's great. Uh, it seems like that some combination of Fenway or military seem to be the most likely – Landing spots right now, Louisville and Syracuse are kind of the two opponents with that. I know there's uh, talk of the Myrtle Beach Bowl, but I, I, there's no tie in there. And if the American had an abundance of bowl teams and then you have the other partners that can't field a team, then I, then Myrtle Beach would be where you go. But the only way, way I think Myrtle Beach comes in play now 
is if ECU were to drop these last two games and be six and six and you know what I mean, Ben, then you're looking at, all right, well, there's not, maybe not a space for them to go and a guarantee for the American, but Oh yeah. You know, because there's not enough qualified teams from these other leagues in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh the Hawaii Bowl also still comes up. In fact, there was a projection I hope not. today. Well, there was a projection today that had him against Utah State in the uh, Hawaii Bowl. Now, the Hawaii Bowl would not be a lot of fun from a working perspective because you, have to work one, at you don't Christmas Eve, eight o'clock. Well, well, you don't get to go to Hawaii. Right? I mean I'd go yeah. to Hawaii. If somebody's going to send me to Hawaii for Christmas, I'll go. A Hawaii Christmas would be great, be awesome, but it'd be awesome. Not in the budget. No, far from in the budget. But you know, having to cover it work on Christmas Eve night would be a little meh. Uh, but look, hey, Pirates would be in a bowl game. I think we'd all be happy. I, I think we'd still be again, thrilled about it. Just no, hey, no, yeah. If just, we were to just, choose any other bowl game, we would take right, it. right, because. Uh, I think the times and dates in some cases are a little more advantageous. The Myrtle Beach thing's advantageous because of the proximity. But I, I just don't know if that's in the cards. I know a lot of people now are upset because the Boca Raton Bowl said something about Eastern Carolina. Oh. Uh, and look, there's an outside shot that the Cure Bowl in Orlando could be in the car. A lot would have to happen starting this week. But... Uh, so it's it's fun to talk about. It's it's exciting to discuss. A goal has been achieved for this pirate program, and uh, I I think everybody kind of felt like this was the year that that goal could get reached. So I think everybody feels really really good about about that, and they should. I'll be the first to admit that after the first game of the year, I thought, boy, this could be a, another tough and long season. I feel like a lot of people felt that way. That I don't. I don't think that's necessarily just a you thing like that. Right. That first game was dreadful. I mean, a lot well, closer on paper than it was actually watching it in person or right. watching I, it with and, your own and, eyes. And I didn't think it was going to result in a, you know, like two or three win season. But I thought, this this is going to be a lot tougher than people think. But look, credit to the program. The guys have learned to win. They're playing with great confidence right now. And – that was going to be what made her what was going to be the make or break of this year. A um, couple other things I want to mention out of college football. Uh, obviously, Oklahoma uh, getting beat, I think, makes things really interesting for Cincinnati. They have announced that the game will be played at 3.30 on Black Friday, uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving in Greenville on ABC. So... I know there's a big push, getting a lot of interaction, a lot of talk about uh, trying to get fans in the stands. Had a really in-depth conversation last week with somebody about that within athletics, kind of gave them my two cents. But, you know, I, I, th I think the thing at the end of the day is you want to try to fill up certainly the lower bowl of the – I mean, try to get as many people in there. And I think the 3.30 time is a lot better of a time than the 7 time would have been. You know, I, I think 7 o'clock at night would have been a little tough. Yeah, I'm with on, you there. Yeah, Black Friday as well. I mean, that, that yeah. that's not ideal. Because like I mean, the let's face bowl, it, not very ideal. Right. I mean, let's face it. People don't, you know, go to stores to shop unless they're old-fashioned. People shop online now, and that's what people are going to be. That's what they've been doing, and that's what people are going to do. And uh, you know this, and I, I get it. I mean, there's people that are going to go shopping on Black Friday. I, I'm no retail expert, but 
you know, I mean, this day and age, it's not like it used to be. I mean, of course, prices of everything keeps going up. It'll be like this. But, you know, back in the day, that was kind of, you had to have the sales to get the things. Now you kind of get stuff. And you have sales constantly on things. You can get things now. At least you could before the, the current administration took over. You, you got things easily then. Now it's a little bit of a challenge to get things. But. Hey, I got cable. <laughs> but, I mean. It's like, I, I just, you know, there's people that are going to go shop just like to go shop. It's a social thing at this point. But I think 3.30 is a lot better for people to to get out. It gives you ample time to tailgate. It's a good start. It's national television. So, I mean, there, there's really, I think it's it's a great last hurrah and a great last sort of celebration of the regular season. I'm putting a positive spin on it, Ben, because, you know, without the students there, it will be challenging. But, you know, there's some ideas of how do we fill the boneyard? Who do you make discounted tickets available to to get groups in and and that sort of thing? You know, maybe you do something where you, you cut a deal uh, and make it advantageous for, you know, Pitt County students to go. Maybe you, all the high schools could have a section. I don't know. Well, not only that, I mean, it's not every day you get to see the number two team in the country in the AP poll. That's if, if they still are the number two country, uh, team in the country in the AP poll at that point. Uh, come to Greenville. I mean, that would be huge just to see a number well, two team. And then think about this for next year. You've got a program that's on the rise. NC State's the opener. People will want to buy season tickets for sure. What better way than to try to entice people to get back on board? Than to say, hey, look, we can we we can offer you a highly discounted ticket and some food and some other things to get you in. Uh, so I know the marketing folks and the athletic folks have been working on that really, really hard. And look, I think what happened Saturday is the best thing that could have happened towards getting people juiced up to come to that game. And and the game time being announced as three thirty is advantageous. By the way, not only will we be on the air at noon on this Saturday, but also that Saturday we'll we'll be on at noon. The two and a half hour edition. A pirate game day countdown. So I dropped some notes here, Ben. Sorry. A um, couple other quick things. Uh, basketball 3-0. and 59 points in the first half. Shot 68.8%. Hit nine threes. Woo. One point Tristan Newton literally couldn't miss. He was five for his first five, all from three. It looked like a mixtape is what it looked like. A mixtape highlight video is what it looks like. I mean, he was he was pumping it in. And then he finished with 30. I mean, it, you know, he, he missed some shots clearly in the second half, but, I mean, he he still was great offensively. Led the team in to points, the rebounds, yeah. and assists. Amazing work. So we'll feature Coach Dooley prominently in our Pirate Report. I think there are – do we have any player cuts? Do we have anything from Newton that we can – Roll no. out or we don't. Okay. But we have Dooley talking about I see now. We have we Dooley yep. talking about you. Okay. So we have that. And then uh, we got Zoke coming up here in a minute. Let's go ahead and get the Cam Newton stuff in, shall we? All right. Yeah, I'm you, down. You and I really haven't talked on the air since this announcement occurred. Because uh, Pilkington was in last Thursday, and then you guys did the show Friday, and I appreciate you guys doing that. I'm here for it. I'm here for Cam, Ben. I look at it this way. I mean, in terms of the quarterbacks, you look at the roster and the quarterbacks that are out there, I mean, I think it's pretty clear whether you like Cam Newton or not. I mean, he gives you the best chance to win. I'm not necessarily saying that means it's going to be 
automatically resulting in a winning Panthers team. I'm just saying in terms of all the other quarterbacks out there, he's a guy that can get you one or two more wins than you originally thought you were with Sam Darnold or a Matt Barkley or a P.J. Walker at the very Here's least. Here's the thing, Ben. Here's the thing, Ben. The, if the playoffs started today, Panthers would be in. They'd be the Wild seven. card, yeah. There you go. The NFC is just that bad this year. Terms of wild card spot. There, there's been some things have started to stabilize a little bit, haven't they? It's been oh, yeah. some interesting results. I mean, Tampa, Tom Brady's look like old man Brady. Looks very pedestrian, very pedestrian yeah. team right now. It doesn't look like Super Bowl contenders. Dude, they do not. All right. Uh, I want to play this Panthers cut. This is the great Mick Mixon has heard on our sister station, Talk 1037 WTIB. Cam in. Little goal line package here. Let's listen. Newton trucking right, throwing right. Anderson, <laughs> touchdown, Carolina Panthers. What an exquisitely, timely, gorgeous, righteous football play. That's amazing. Righteous. A little zoke there at the end. I So that play, Ben, I, I was doing the ECU basketball game, so I did not watch a second of the, the Panthers. I was game. at the game, too. So, But, I mean, we as you say now, with the way the NFL does things on social media and everybody covers it, you can kind of see what's going on. You can get a good idea of everything that's going on in the league, if, even if you haven't watched a single game on Sunday. Right, right. And so the highlight of that play, I mean, Mick Mixon described it very aptly there, but when you watch the video McCaffrey clip, block? Is that where you're going here? A great, well, there's a great McCaffrey block, yes, and that's thank you for mentioning that, but what I was getting at is, that looked like a NFL quarterback throwing the football. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, look, I I said Cam Newton was done, and he might be. I was adamant about it. Every time yeah. you asked me about it, I said, I don't think he gets signed this year. I think he's a guy that needs a full offseason. You can't plug and play him anywhere. Well, I don't even mean done as in playing again. I meant just yeah. physically done. Yeah. I didn't think he could do it anymore. That was a big boy NFL throw. It was a simple play. Yeah. But, I mean, there was nobody else on that roster. You just ran through the litany that would have made that play. Yeah, and I look at it this way. He had very limited snaps in terms of throwing the ball, but uh, we saw a little bit of a different Cam Newton looked accurate when he did throw the ball, so maybe that's something to be uh, excited about or some encouraging news there, but we'll see how long it lasts when he gets his full st first start under him which I'm presuming is going to be uh, – or assuming it's going to be this Washington game coming up. Yeah. So One we'll see think. how it goes. Yeah. All right. Give me, uh, give me a little Cam Newton post game on Fox. I like this. Better. Well, we're just trying to hold each other accountable. Simple and plain. Just holding each other accountable from coaches to players, from players to players, the players to coaches, management to coaches, players to management. This whole organization is about – you know, getting better and, and, and making sure that we all are upholding our end of the bargain. Keep pounding. I, see, and I, you you just took his answers out of that. The whole interview clip was probably, what, about 60 seconds or so? About a minute and a half. Yeah. I thought he said everything he said there I thought was great. Very mature. Um, I, I thought so, yeah. Came off really as, did. as very humble, although on the field he wasn't too humble. Got an unsportsman well, kind of like – a sportsmanlike conduct penalty, but yeah, yeah but I mean, in, in do you day. want do you want a shrinking violet out there as your quarterback? No, obviously not. Right. Look, I, I've always liked the way Cam Newton 
the, the fire he brings. I thought he was a little bit of a, a, a cop out to not talk to the media after the Super Bowl. But yeah. and I'm not saying he's perfect. I'm not saying he's a Hall of Famer. But I thought when he was good, he was he was really good. He was great. Yeah, MVP. But he just he's not been. He's, I think he was beat up the last couple of years. And I, 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 the best thing that could have happened this year may have been to kind of get away. Eat cereal on the couch, as he said. Yeah, I mean, I've said it time and time and again. He did not have a – I didn't even think he had a good season since that Super Bowl season, in my yeah. personal opinion. He just wasn't well, the same guy. seemed like the Broncos broke him. All right, <laughs> we'll have our Pirate Report later on with uh, Joe Dooley. Let's uh, go to break, and we come back. Jim Zoki with more on the Panthers. And a couple of uh, anonymous text lines rolling in. So we'll have that all that for you. Stay tuned. The Zoke Man next. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. Pair Customs is excited to announce their new 21 Deep V Center Console. This boat is designed for offshore fishing, inshore fishing, and sandbar hopping. This boat might be a 21-footer, but feels more like a 23 with the motor installed on the bracket, giving you more space with no obstructions. Pair has four models to choose from to take care of any boater's desires and needs. Check out the new upgraded website at pairmarine.com. And there's a new build calculator with current pricing and pictures of all options from which to choose. You can even track the progress of your pair custom boat while being built. And they'll send you pictures of your build in progress. Visit Pair Custom Boats at 106 Tar Heel Drive in Washington, North Carolina. Or visit them online at pairmarine.com. See their new updated website at pairmarine.com. Pirate fans, single-game tickets are on sale now for as low as $20 for three great games to come. East Carolina will take on the Bulls of South Florida, the Temple Owls for Hall of Fame weekend, and then Thanksgiving weekend, it's nationally ranked Cincinnati. For tickets, go to ecupirates.com. You can paint this with purple. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Time Financing Service. All loans subject to current credit policy of Time Financing Service. One-hour loan approval and same-day cash in most circumstances, exceptions may apply. Finally, we're back to traveling for the holiday season. Save time, fly local at flypgv.com. Whether you're flying to see family or having a family vacation, Pitt Greenville Airport and American Airlines can get you to Charlotte, then anywhere on the map. Save holiday time by parking right at the PGV terminal. Save time with short lines and ticketing and security. Save time by not driving an hour and a half to a big city airport. Check out the competitive rates offered at aa.com and support your local Pitt Greenville Airport this holiday season. 
My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. My training helps me at work when I lead by example. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my community and those I care about safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time close to home by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Every Monday during the football season, join me, Jim Zoki, as I talk Carolina Panthers football and the latest from the NFL with Patrick Johnson right here on 94.3 The Game, Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. More of the Patrick Johnson Show right now. Panther Talk coming up tonight at 7 on Talk 103.7 WTIB. We've got the Mike Houston Show here at the top of this hour on 94.3 The Game uh, at Logan's Roadhouse. We also have Jim Zoki, who you'll hear at 7 o'clock on uh, 103.7 on the uh, phone. Uh, ben, let's play the, uh, the the play-by-play clip again here before we bring Zoki in. Newton trucking right, throwing right. Anderson, <laughs> touchdown, Carolina Panthers. What an exquisitely timely, gorgeous, righteous football play. That's amazing. Righteous. Were you saying it was amazing that Mick said righteous or that the play was amazing? Or both? Mick has such a vocabulary. I'm never, I'm never amazed by any word that Mick may throw out there. But that was just surreal, the moment of just the, the, the setup. That, that, you know, you bring in a quarterback that's basically going to do goal line work. And what happens the first two series is we have goal line plays back to back where he gets to come in and finish off and be the star. It was just a perfect setup. But you know what? Uh, overall, yesterday, I mean, just went in and, and, and trucked a pretty good team yesterday. Dominated, especially the defense. Yeah, that was the thing. I mean, the first drive, when you get to start at their 15. And yeah. then, uh, you know, he comes, you know, Cam comes in, the ball's already at the two, right? So, I mean, the work was, uh, the heavy lifting had been done. You know, the defense played amazing yesterday. They held, you know, Arizona to 100-something yards for the whole game. And I, I know it wasn't their starting guys, but they scored 31 with Colt McCoy and no DeAndre Hopkins the week before against the 49ers. So, I thought that to me, the defense, first and foremost, a healthy Christian McCaffrey, available to do everything you want, catch the ball 10 times, run for 90 yards, and the old line played well, so it's, it's, when things are going good, it's like they feed off of each other. You know, all of a sudden the line plays better. And credit too to PJ Walker, not only for the way he played twenty-two out of twenty-nine, but helping his old line out. When that ball was coming out quick, I mean, if you just watched the game, I mean, that ball was just coming out so quick. He wasn't going to get sacked, and that's what you know. Sam Darnold could do it at times, but just I just felt like he was lingering in the pocket, and all of a sudden that the line doesn't look as good and. He's in trouble. You know, PJ really had a sense of the pocket and get rid of the football quickly. Let me ask you this, Jim Zoki with us uh, here. Um, you know, what what was your impressions last Thursday when you hear Cam Newton is coming back? What were you thinking at that point? I thought, you know, I, my thought was first of all that I wasn't thinking about it, so I'm not going to be one of those people said I I've been telling them to do this, but it makes a lot of sense once they said it. Because you got to think about the business of football and not, you know, some past wrongs, the way he departed, whatever. People come and go. Hey, you're old enough to remember, at least the, the 
not the experience so much, but Billy Martin got hired and fired five times by the Yankees. Right. And it's yeah. just kind of like how it, it was that you just, it's, when you're performing, you're there. And uh, when you're not performing, you're not there. So the Patriots do business. So to me, I thought once we got beyond, you know, people's, you know, feelings that this was a good football move. I mean, this was a football team that needed not just a quarterback, not just like Matt Barkley to be ready to play in case they needed a quarterback, but they needed a starting quarterback for at least a month, maybe for the rest of the season. And is PJ Walker good enough by himself? And also what if what something happens to PJ Walker? Now you've got really next to nothing to work with there. So it made sense to go get a starting quarterback that you see as a guy that could do that. And then beyond that, uh, Cam's looking for a place to work and was willing to come here. Cause apparently at some point Seattle had spoken to him, Houston had talked to him. He didn't want to just be some bench guy. They brought him in here to play and, uh, and he's getting to play. So we'll, he'll, he'll prepare as a starter. So the scenario of how he's playing and why he's here beyond just the fanfare part makes, uh, makes football sense. So how do you think the locker room has, uh, accepted him and rallied around him he is the pied piper i mean if you if nothing else you can just see it on the bench yesterday uh just the way he interacts with the guys and he's like been, <laughs> been here what four days um it, it, it just it, it is it, but i will say you know this this stuff it works when you're winning uh, so as long as he's playing well and, and the team's winning and everything's going good uh that that's fine and so that's the key is that they play good smart football and uh, he's here to win football games, he says, and to be a team guy. And so if we can all you know, agree on that, that we're all here to not improve our brand or our marketing, that we're here to win football games, uh, I think everyone will be in, in lockstep with that. And I think you know, the guys buy in because they, they feel like he can help them win football games. Do you get the sense that he's a different person? <clears throat> I do feel that way. I feel like, you know, a small sample of that even to be able to gauge it. I thought his <clears throat> Friday, I was on that Friday Zoom press conference, and he just was very, uh, just irreverent. He was uh, thoughtful. Uh, what he said, you know, was uh, spot on in terms of the temperament, what needed to be said, uh, the way he kind of talked about the scenario of being called, being brought in, wanting to come back, what the team needed all fit. And he was very quick to kind of say, this isn't about feelings. This is about winning games. And I told him, I'm here to win football games. So I thought, you know, that was a very mature like a captain kind of a cam as opposed to like, you know, this is the, the cam Newton show coming to Charlotte and, uh, and all the, the, the things that come with that, the celebrityness of that. So I did, I feel like there was a maturity about that too. <laughs> the great Jim Zoki, who I didn't realize had to red eye it back. I thought you guys would be on, on the team bird. No, we're COVID uh, flyers this year. So we, uh, uh, you know, I think we didn't fly at all. We only drove to two right. games. And this year there's just, there's only some by, by NFL rule. There's only so many NFL seats on a plane. And so people that do what we do, uh, and every team does it differently, by the way. But uh, in our case, the way we do it here is that, you know, for this season anyway, we're flying right. commercial. I, I know uh, you will be surprised to know there's some teams that are not traveling this year just like they did not travel last year. You know, the New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, there are, I don't know how many, but there are a number of teams that aren't leaving their homes as far as their home cities. Uh, they're broadcasting from their home stadiums and not right. traveling at all. So every every situation's a little bit different. Hey, but you get the people watch, right? Did you like the the fact that I got to hang out with Lamelo Ball and Christian McCaffrey? I mean, a great Charlotte Sports Day where the Hornets beat the Warriors and the uh, the Panthers beat the Cardinals. They beat the two teams with the two best records. That yeah. two guys like that, that Lamelo Ball and Christian McCaffrey, could get together at a bar and share a beer on a, on a day like that was phenomenal. Yeah, should have bought you around. I think is what they should have done. Honestly, no, I didn't really want to speak with them. Those guys, those are positive. Those, 
those imposters. <laughs> <laughs> because of the, the plumber's crack? The guy literally had a Slurpee tattoo on his arm. Oh, well, yeah, yeah no, that right there. Slurpee on his yeah. right arm. Then that is, uh, that is, you stay as far away from that as possible. Um, Jim Zoki, Panthers Radio Network, uh, is with us here. All right, Ben, do you have a question or two for Zoke? One quick one. Um, when it comes to Cam Newton, it seemed like he did a really good job of just kind of rallying the troops and really just being a leader when it came to the offense. And I think that was something that was kind of desperately missing when it came to Sam Darnold. It's not a knock on Sam Darnold. It just didn't seem like the team on the field, not necessarily off the field, really wanted to rally around him. Did you kind of notice that um, during the game where Cam Newton was kind of rallying the troops? We saw it on the sidelines. What was kind of your impressions on that? Yeah. Yeah, he did. You're right. Yeah, he was doing that on the sidelines. But, yeah, that was not something you saw Sam Darnold do. I mean, and Cam, I guess, you know, some guys can come in and they know who he is even if they don't know him. So while there are some carryover guys that were here when he was here last time, like D.J. Moore and, you know, J.J. Jansen, a lot of players like that, I think they said there are like 14 Panthers on the current roster that played with Cam. There's a lot that aren't. But those guys are going to, you know, assimilate the other guys into, you know, what Cam's about and what to expect. And so Cam's not just coming in and go cold off the street as a total stranger, uh, but yeah, the guy's been an MVP in this league. He's played in a Super Bowl. So, I mean, there there are things that he's done that uh, they're all aware of or maybe fans of. So he has that, you know, just that uh, gravitas. Uh, whereas Sam Darnold, you know, kind of struggled for three years with the Jets, came here, had a little something going, and then, you know, didn't, and then he got hurt. Uh, just hasn't really been that guy. And I don't think he is, a personality-wise, uh, that guy. He's just not that vocal at all. And so, yeah, I think that matters and it helps. But, uh, you know, it all begins with how you play. I mean, if Cam Newton had played 10 years of bad football, nobody would be listening to him. The fact that he's had success and he's had leadership that's worked is why that works. And uh, it's not just because he's on a TV show or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's something that he's earned over 11 years of being in the league. It just kind of stood out to me that Cam Newton was a guy that this team kind of wanted to play for, and I never really kind of saw that with Sam Darnold. That's just kind of what really stood out to me in that kind of matchup against the Cardinals. Yeah, and I see guys like Greg Olson and Steve Smith and them talking on social media when they signed to Cam. And Greg Olson's been very vocal. He said, I would not have had the career or been the player that I was without Cam Newton. And, you know, and Greg Olson, you know, is a hardworking, good football player. And he says, without Cam, I wouldn't have been what I am. And there's a long list of players right behind them and uh, guys that have the same kind of feeling towards him. So there's a lot of people that have benefited from Cam being, being a teammate and being a leader with them. All right, our guy Jim Zoki with us. Uh... Another homecoming next week, or this week. Ron <laughs> Rivera. He's coming. Oh, right, Ron no. Rivera. <laughs> oh, look! Don't sleep on Taylor Heineke. He had a game yesterday. Taylor Heineke no, is capable. I he tell did. you, but he can play some good games. Avenge that playoff loss to Tom. Terrific, yep. did he not uh, yesterday? So what? Uh, that'll be one of the storylines, I guess, this week. Uh, Ron Rivera, right? It is. I'll say this, though. If we were playing Jacksonville Sunday, I just think Cam at a home game coming out of that tunnel, fans seeing him in person in that uniform would have been enough. So it it, it does add to it. I think, you know, we played Ron last year. And again, it wasn't with fans in the stands and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, that people aren't going to be focused on Ron on the sideline with a headset on. You know, they're going to come to see number one out there, QB1 out there playing. So it, it adds some intrigue. It'll be interesting to hear. Ron's comments, obviously we saw the preseason hug where Cam went running down the sideline and basically jumped into Ron's arms. So, I mean, obviously those two feel, you know, good towards each other. But Ron also never signed uh, Cam. He signed all all the other quarterbacks. He signed Kyle Allen. 
and Taylor Heineke yeah. and all the other guys. So uh, I think it'll be interesting. I'll be interested to see if someone asks him, why did you not sign Cam Newton? You know, things like that will be interesting to see what, uh, what kind of conversations come up this week. Will Cam Newton start? Yes. He is uh, going to practice as the starter this week. Uh, they said last week they didn't bring him in here to watch. Uh, so he will get the majority of the reps. He would be like what Sam Darnold would have gotten in reps, and P.J. Walker will get the number of reps that he would have gotten as a backup to Sam Darnold. So it'll be that same formula. So I see P.J. would be the only difference since he played so well last week. That might be the reverse of maybe Cam with a package of P.J. Walker plays as opposed to the other way around. But they brought him in, and they're paying him big money uh, to be the starting quarterback here. And so I'd always take every single snap. I don't know. They may have some P.J. Walker, some other stuff in mind. Uh, but he will, uh, barring something uh, you know, unbeknownst to us at this moment, like he just doesn't get the playbook, which I can't imagine happening, or he gets hurt in practice, uh, he'll be the starter. All right. Uh, thanks a bunch, Zoke. We appreciate it. Look forward to hearing you tonight. Panther Talk 1037 WTIB at 7 o'clock. Thanks, Zoki. All right, guys. Thank you. There he goes, Jim Zoki. Uh, look, when we said goodbye to Zoki last week, I didn't think we'd be talking about Cam Newton uh, for a while. No, not at all. Spent the whole, we spent the whole segment talking. Well, he was literally signed the Thursday before the game, last Thursday. I know. So I, had, yeah. I didn't give it no chance for him to play in that game, even suit up for that game. So it was definitely caught me by surprise when I was at the ECU basketball game. And I'm getting texts that, hey, Cam Newton's got two touchdowns. Cam Newton's balling. You were wrong. So <laughs> people are excited. The text line. People yeah. are excited. Okay, uh, Ben. Some breaking news here. I guess Miami's fired their athletic director. And following that uh, debacle down in Tallahassee this uh, weekend, uh, who knows? Manny Diaz could be next. Uh, You would think so. I'm surprised it's been done at this point. Well, who's going to go to the – I mean, the U – the reputation far exceeds the bank account down there. I mean, it's a private university. They don't have great – I mean, they have no stadium. The Orange Bowl was kind of their stadium, even though it wasn't on campus. I mean, they, they play where the Dolphins do, and that's nowhere near the campus. And it's it's a lot going on there in that situation. And it's not the – I mean, they're in the ACC, so there's different standards now to – I mean, it's before, they probably could be a lot looser on guys they could take. And they, they, they rescued a lot of guys from some bad situations in life and have, have made them very successful in life because they could play football and gave them a chance. And I'm all for that. But there's just, you know, it's not – that's not your daddy's you. I well, can assure you that. If they wait another year, they can get Mac Brown. <laughs> oh, get Butch Davis. Yeah. Just, Butch Davis got the accident, right? I mean, right? some Pirate fans are freaking out thinking maybe it'll be Blake Harrell. Did you, <laughs> did you see where uh, Butch Davis said that they were having to, they were using, like, secondhand uh, shoulder pads? I did not. Uh, that's mm-hmm. – at FIU, welcome to Conference yeah. USA. All right, we're going. They're they're look bad deal there. All right, here is uh, Ben update. Lots of pirates getting honored by the American today in both football and basketball, and we'll have a pirate report with Joe Dooley coming up. So uh, here's Ben. Thanks, Patrick. Big weekend around Pirate Nation. Let's start with the obvious in Pirate football as they defeated Memphis 30-29 on the road in overtime to get that sixth win and become bowl eligible for the first time since 2014. Here was head coach Mike Houston's emotional reaction to the win immediately following the game. I'm so proud of him. I'm speechless. 
That's why I told Hope out there a while ago. Just why I took the job. You know, that was our that was our goal to get us back to going to bowl games, to get pirate football back where it's supposed to be. And this bunch, I'm gonna tell you, the way they compete, the way they play, and just I, I love this bunch of kids. A couple of Pirates recognized by the conference for their performance in that win kicker. Owen Daffer was named AAC Specialist of the Week after notching three field goals and a career-high 12 points, while Tyler Sneed was recognized to the AAC's honor roll after making 13 catches for 113 yards. Meanwhile, for the Pirates' final matchup of the season against second-ranked Cincinnati, it was announced that that game will start at 3.30 at Dottie Ficklin Stadium and can be watched on ABC. Meanwhile, ECU basketball had a big week, big weekend themselves as they're defeating Canisius on Friday 83-71 and Western Carolina 95-79 last night to improve to 3-0 so far on the season. In that high-scoring affair last night against Western Carolina, Pirate guard Tristan Newton showed out, leading the team in points with 30, rebounds with 6, and assists with 6 as well. Here is head coach Joe Dooley on Tristan Newton's spectacular performance. Terrific. I mean, I, I, I thought he, you know, he, he was very effective. Obviously, he shot the ball especially well in the first half. Uh, second half, uh, with the exception of one time, he didn't really settle. He got downhill. Um, you know, we, I think he's a guy that, that can continue to do those type of deals. We need Tim to be a playmaker and a distributor, but he's also got a knack to score like he did tonight, and we need him to do that. And ECU women's basketball is back in action tonight in Minges Coliseum as they take on Gardner-Webb. Tip-off for that game is set for 6 o'clock. And wrapping up with some local high school football over the weekend, JP2 fell short in their 1A championship game against Kerry Christian, falling 72-48. And J.H. Rose moves further in the playoffs, advancing to the third round of the 3A state playoffs after defeating Terry Sanford at home 34-28. They'll move on and travel to Fayetteville to take on 71st High School this Friday. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Byron. More from Joe Dooley next here on the Patrick Johnson Show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Football, 94.3 The Game. It's time to think about gift giving, and Bertie County Peanuts has all you need to make everyone on your list happy. Whether you need gifts for friends and family or business appreciation gifts for clients and colleagues, Bertie County Peanuts has you covered. Check out their selection of gourmet products online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net. Call them at 800-457-0005 or visit them in Windsor at Powell and Stokes. Bertie County Peanuts, a Christmas tradition all over North Carolina. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Roads Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacement service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes. You'll be comfortable in no time in Greenville. Fantastic Sam's Cut and Color Salons are open and ready to serve you. Let your stylist make you look fantastic with a professional consultation, free shampoo included, and scalp massage, and a fantastic cut and style. And as safety is our top priority, rest assured we are constantly cleaning and have implemented social distancing procedures. Fantastic Sam's, affordable by design, caring by nature. Call for an appointment today with locations in Goldsburg, Kenston, Greenville, Newburgh, Moorhead City, Jacksonville, 
Texas, and Calabas. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell, proud fourth-generation winemaker at Duplin Winery and proud new graduate of East Carolina. So many great things are happening right now at the winery. We're celebrating our 45th anniversary this year, and I'm officially Duplin's newest full-time employee. For four years now, I've been asking you to buy our delicious wines from your favorite store, and I hope you'll continue to do so. I think this makes me the official voice of Duplin Winery, so if you see my boss, who is also my dad, tell him I deserve a raise. Thank you for your support, and go Pirates. Finally, Greenville has a new P.T.'s Grill. P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill is open on Greenville Boulevard across from Ashley Furniture. With burgers, fries, chicken sandwiches, salads, even two vegan burgers. P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill uses fresh, never-frozen beef and chicken, plus their famous hand-cut fries are prepared daily for each meal. They also have hand-squeezed lemonade and local beers on tap. For lunch or dinner, check out P.T.'s Old Fashioned Grill on Greenville Boulevard in Greenville, and you'll understand what all the excitement is about. At Aces for Autism, we celebrate new milestones each day. Hi, I'm Kyle Robinson. We are growing and looking for behavioral staff and teachers to join the Aces team. Be a part of walking alongside and changing the lives of children and families impacted by autism. Both full and part-time job opportunities are available. Contact us at 252-689-6645 or email us at info at acesforautismnc.com. Getting the Pirate Nation home. It's the Patrick Johnson Show. Well, the drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Oh, and it's hey now, here we go, DJ. Don't you play nothing slow. Keep those girls out on the floor. Gotta make them want to come back from home. Been hey, since the sun went down. Be hey, when it comes back around. Earth all week, it's time to play. So, uh, Jim Zoki, today we appreciate Zoki being with us. If you missed it, check out the podcast, 94.3 The Game, after the show. Uh, 94.3thegame.com, that is. Uh, Houston Huddle tomorrow. Uh, Going to have Michael Perry Thursday. He'll be uh, in Myrtle Beach for the uh, Pirates game against uh, uh, Oklahoma. And we'll have a 90-minute edition that day of the PJ Show. Uh, Friday's kind of up in the air because if the Pirates win, they'll be on at 7 and We'll be on, uh, I think, five to six again because we'll have Rose football that night. Uh, if the Pirates were to uh, lose, then they'd be on during the time the show's on, so we wouldn't have a show Friday. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll all be playing it by ear. We won't know till uh, 9 o'clock on uh, Thursday night. So that's the tough one. You plan a show and you don't get to do it, or you, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's just hope they win. Well, no, that'd make life a lot easier. Yeah. And I think they can do they it. Do. I'm hoping they do because that'll, again, give us something to really kind of hone in on and talk about. All right, uh, let's uh, get today's uh, Pirate Report uh, in here. And speaking of basketball, here's some comments from Joe, Joe Dooley following the uh, 95-79 win over Western Carolina. We got off to a good start, obviously, I was shooting the ball, but I thought our defense was – Solid. If we didn't give up second chance points, I think in the first half we gave up uh, 19 points off a of second chance. You know, all those threes obviously were a little bit of a problem that we didn't rebound. But uh, I thought when we got stops and get out and ran, we were we were very effective. Um, with the exception of the last few minutes, I thought our defense was really good. A lot of dribble drives in the second half that bothered us. But 
Um, you know, that's something we can correct. I thought the amount of we had a good number of assists, and we didn't turn the ball over, which really helped. And I think those things always help when you not don't turn the ball over. Didn't give them as many transition opportunities. Ben had a cut on Tristan Newton, who had 30 points, um, a career high. This is Coach Dooley, though, on the play of uh, Tremont Robinson White, cut six. He's, he's full. I mean, that, that that injury his first year was about as. Um, uh, you know, I'd never seen it before, and I, I don't, it, was, it, it took a little bit longer. I don't know that we had a prognosis on how long it was going to take, but even when you're healthy, it doesn't mean you're back to where you were. And I think he's more confident. We, you know, we see it every day in practice. He's uh, he was aggressive. I mean, he really impacts the game. He, you know, he deflects a lot of passes. He's around. You know, he knocks a ball off a guy's knee when a guy's getting a layup, or he runs through a passing lane, or he rotates across, and and just really is a is a nuisance at times. And this is Coach Dooley on the Pirates' perimeter defense. Uh, of course, they gave up 17 threes, but uh, Western took 46 of them. This is uh, Joe Dooley on uh, how the Pirates guarded the three ball. When we got back and got sorted, I think we did a good job. Um, we had a couple in transition, and it's a little bit different, you know, when, when you're when you're Luigi or Zoe or some of these other guys. They're not used to guarding that much. You know, 33 Petrakis is really out on the perimeter. When they played small with Robinson, you really had five guards out there, and we had to make a decision. I, I like playing a big guy because it seemed like we could rebound and throw the ball inside, but it, it puts a strain on your defense because there's so many guys that you have to guard. All five of them can shoot it, and they will shoot it. But I thought for the most part our, our guys were there. They made they made some really tough shots too, which I'm fine with. I mean, it just it's going to happen. What the Pirates need to improve on, cut eight. We need to maintain um, some of the things we've done. I mean, playing with the sounds uh, strange, but sometimes playing with a big lead is hard to do. Uh, you take a little bit, uh, you know, take a little bit off the gas. Now the flip side is sometimes, and we've been in the situation where it gets a little easier to score when you're down that far. Uh, shots don't, or, or there's not as much pressure. I mean, we've been in that boat, and I, I thought they did a really good job of continuing to compete and. Um, we, we, you know, we got a little impatient offense. We have to learn at the end of the game, you know, shot time, score momentum, run the clock a little bit more, and take shots a little bit later in the clock, especially those last four minutes. And uh, preview of the Pirates matchup against Oklahoma on Thursday. Yeah, great program. You know, top fifty net team, top fifty Ken Palm team. Uh, off to a good start, two no start. Um, Made a lot of threes, gave up 10 points and a half to Texas San Antonio yesterday, scored 60-some-odd in the second half. I watched one of their exhibition games where they, I think they were 19 for 27 from three, so obviously guarding three-point lines going to be very important, and it's a good opportunity to play against a, a Big 12 team. Pirate uh, Report brought to you by Texas Roadhouse at Greenville. Just named the number one Texas Roadhouse in the nation with legendary food and service. Comfort Master and Comfort Air of New Bern. Call Comfort Master for your heating and AC needs. A couple of great pirates there. Also, Barber Hendrick Honda at the point of Greenville Boulevard and Memorial Drive. We'll be back to wrap things up after this. For the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of pirate basketball, 94.3 The Game. The Jolly Roger has set safe. He breaks the tackle. He's in the 10 to the 5. He's in. Touchdown, Pirates. Pirates football. At the 18-yard line. And the Pirates after his block. Is back. Picked up by the Pirates. And it's a touchdown for ECU. 
Tune in for all the hard-hitting action all season long on your home for East Carolina football. The flagship for the ECU Pirates, 94-3 The Game. Attention business owners and management, Roebuck Staffing of Greenville and Newburn is here for you. Will Roebuck and his staff are committed to fulfilling your staffing needs. Whether you're a contractor, a manufacturing company, or if you just need janitorial or clerical work for your business. Roebuck Staffing also does temporary to permanent and direct hiring. Roebuck Staffing is your trusted partner for all of your staffing needs and employment opportunities. Call Roebuck Staffing at 252-364-8700 or find them online at roebuckstaffing.com. Greenville, North Carolina should be very proud because the Texas Roadhouse in Greenville was named the top store in the entire 600 store chain of Texas Roadhouses. My buddy David Hollinger was named the uh, number one managing partner in the country. David, we're very proud of you, and I know you've got to be proud of your staff. Unbelievable. Just an overwhelming feeling of pride and what a great community we live in. Uh, The employees, the folks that come to our restaurant every day and just show us the love and support even throughout the whole pandemic to make this possible. You've always been very involved in the community. What are the other things that go into making Texas Roadhouse here in Greenville what it is? Uh, Really great staff and great people. And of course, Legendary food, legendary services at the core of what we do best and just our involvement in the community and how much the community pays us back for that support. David Hollinger with Texas Roadhouse. We're very proud of you folks. Come to Texas Roadhouse and get legendary food. WorldCat, the world's largest powered catamaran boat builder, is hiring at their Tarboro and Greenville locations. If you enjoy a challenging career opportunity, producing a top quality product, then a career with WorldCat may be for you. No experiences required. However, anyone with carpentry skills or auto body detailing skills are highly encouraged to apply. Send your resume to careers at worldcat.com. That's careers at worldcat.com or go to worldcat.com forward slash careers. The Army National Guard plays a vital role in your community. We're on the front lines supporting essential personnel, first responders, law enforcement, and medical professionals, delivering food, supplies, and medicine, keeping communities safe, making a difference. During emergencies, we're always ready, always there. Learn more about part-time service in the Army National Guard at nationalguard.com. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Hot off the presses. Purple Friday ticket offers starting tomorrow at 10 a.m. This is a sale that will conclude Monday at 5. So you have between tomorrow at 10, Monday at 5. 60 bucks weekend holiday family sale, four lower-level tickets to the ECU-Cincinnati game, and then four tickets to the ECU-Coppin State men's basketball game the next day, and then four tickets to ECU-Campbell women's basketball on that Sunday. For 20 bucks more, 80 bucks weekend holiday family fee sale. Ben, this is for you. Listen up. Four lower-level tickets to the football game, but you'll also get vouchers for hot dogs and drinks. Four hot dogs, four drinks. There we go. I know you, I like I know you love your hot dogs, yeah. And then four tickets to the basketball for the men and the women uh, Saturday and Sunday. So that is, uh, that is what they're offering, and I don't think that's a terrible uh, you know, deal. 
I don't think it's a terrible deal. Oh, that so we'll see. Like a really good deal. Yeah. So look, uh, come out, tailgate, go watch some uh, some some football. I mean, look, it's like you said, it's not every day that the the national uh, number two team comes in and plays, right? And look, Cincinnati's gonna yeah. I mean, Cincinnati's gonna have a ton of stuff to play for. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. All right, uh, nice to have you along today. Appreciate Jim Zoki's uh, help and uh, contributions. Here's Zoke at uh, 7 o'clock on Talk 103.7 WTIB with Panther Talk. And uh, big thanks to uh, Ben Byram today. Always a great job. We will uh, be back tomorrow. Houston Huddle. Mike Houston will join us. Speaking of which, the Mike Houston Show is coming up at the top of the hour here on 94.3 The Game. Hope you have a great, great rest of your evening. Moore's Old Time Barbecue. Crafted barbecue with our secret family recipes for generations. We've also learned a few of our customers' secrets, like the one who tries to pass our family recipes off as their own. I'm a barbecue master. Sure, hun. A master. Your secret's safe with us. Let Moore's cater your event or holiday party. View our menu or request catering at Moore's.